Do you know that over 80% of women will experience hair thinning at some point in their life? Viviscal hair growth supplements are 100% drug-free and clinically proven to achieve thicker, fuller, and healthier hair. Recommended by doctors and stylists, Viviscal is the number one selling hair growth supplement in the U.S. In just three months, it is clinically proven to help achieve thicker, fuller hair. Plus, there is free shipping and a 90-day money-back guarantee. Go to Viviscal.com and use code Jana for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off at Viviscal.com and use code Jana. Taking time for daily self-care is more important than ever. That's why I love Olay Body's new collection of skincare-inspired body washes. They transform your shower into a day spa. Like Olay Body's cleansing and firming body wash with vitamin B3 complex and collagen. It's powerful, hydrating care for your body, meaning firmer, radiant, and more youthful-looking skin. Ready to transform your shower? Try all three of Olay Body's beautifully indulgent body washes in stores, online, and anywhere body washes are sold. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. It's just that simple. We could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one right here, Kelly, right now. Yes, Steve. Can I tell you something about your speech last night? Uh-huh, Donald relax. Trump had more black people stand up in that crowd <laughs> than has ever been to his house total. And he don't right. know none of them black no. people. Don't try to trick us, okay? We're way smarter than that. Okay. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, should I just hush and stay on the main line? Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for 11 years to a very religious man. When I say my husband loves the Lord, he loves the Lord. He is five years older than me, and he dedicated his life to Christ three three years before meeting me. He said it was the Lord that led him to me. Because of him, I got saved and really got into the church. I am a faithful Christian, but I can't quote scriptures like he can. I am constantly reminded that he's more familiar with religion than I am, and he likes to tell me that he has a much better relationship with Jesus than I do. If he's angry with me, he says, Terrible things like God is not pleased with how I conduct myself as a wife and I don't carry myself as a woman of God would. If I ask him what I'm doing wrong, he shuts me down and tells me to go talk to Jesus. I asked him uh, to stop (laughs) saying mean things to me whenever he's upset and his response is always, you can take it up with Jesus. I used to love the fact that my husband is such a godly man, but lately I am starting to resent him and he's making me not want to even go to church anymore. We have the same problems that all married couples have, but I can't work through any of our problems or talk to him about anything because he tells me to go talk to Jesus instead of him. My breaking point came last Friday when I tried to talk to him about a conflict I had at work, and he told me that if I prayed more and talked less, even everything in my life would be just fine. We have reached the point where religion is going to destroy our marriage. I've researched how people being... Uh, how people can be too holy, and my husband is one of those people. I can't continue living like this. I need your advice. Should I talk to him and get counseling, or should I keep my mouth shut and stay on the main line? Mm. 
Well, I, I just got to tell you this, first of all. Religion is not destroying your marriage. It's not going to destroy your marriage. I think it's your crazy, self-righteous, holier-than-thou husband. That's who's going to yeah. uh, destroy your marriage. Thank uh, you. I mean, he he's he's he is right about one thing. You should take it up with Jesus because only Jesus can fix him. All right, because you certainly can't right now. And, and by the way, I, I'm sure uh, you know this, but the way he acts towards you, his wife is very ungodly. Is very unjudgment. Uh, 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 it's very judgmental. It's very disrespectful. If the Lord, like he says, truly led him to you, don't you think the Lord would have also, uh, you know? shown him shown him how to treat you you know and all of those things i gotta tell you there are a lot of non-christian men who don't even know the lord non-religious men uh who treat their wives like queens uh way better than he treats you and you're right uh married couples christian whoever uh they have issues and they need to be discussed and worked through uh he's stubborn like i said he's disrespectful he's closed-minded he has an attitude when it comes to you. He doesn't want to talk to you, his wife. Um, he's not the Christian that he claims to be. Just And just because a person can quote scripture, that doesn't make him God's favorite little Christian. Amen. That, that just doesn't do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, to save your marriage, of course I would try to talk to him. I would do it lovingly, respectfully, uh, and, and I would also seek some sort of marriage counseling in this situation. See if they offer it at your church. Uh, even though you said you're feeling like you don't want to go anymore, but something has to to be done. Uh, um, you know, I, I must warn you, your husband, Mr. Perfect, he's probably not going to want to do any marriage counseling. He's probably going to say, take it up with Jesus. I just think you should go take it up with a marriage counselor at your church. Steve? Should I just hush and stay on the main line? No, you shouldn't. Because <laughs> you're in some mess. Been married 11 years, very religious man. When I say my husband loves the Lord, he loves the Lord. He's five years older than me, and he dedicated his life to Christ three years before meeting me. He said it was the Lord that led me to him. Because of him, I got saved and really got into the church. Here's the problem with your husband. He loves the Lord so much that he now has fixed it in his mind and is trying to convince everybody that he loves the Lord more than anybody else. And in order to love the Lord more than anybody else, you must not love some other people which is what he is doing, which is what he is doing. This man right here, because of him, you went to church and you got saved. But I can't quote scriptures like he can. You don't have to. He ain't living by him. Right. He just quoting them. I'm constantly reminded that he's more familiar with religion than I am, and he likes to tell me that he got a much better relationship with Jesus than I do. How does he know that? <laughs> How does he know that? And you know what my father always told me? If somebody always got to tell you who they are and what they do, it probably ain't true. Mm. It probably ain't true. This wonderful relationship he's talking about with God, but he keeps doing ungodly stuff. When he's angry with me, he says terrible things like, God is not pleased with how I conduct myself as a wife. Well, he might, God might not be real happy with your duties as a husband either. Mm -hmm. You don't seem right. like you popping that on all corks, chump. Hold on, Steve. Won't Hang call on. him something else, but you know, we, <laughs> we'll be back. Church with boy. You.
Yeah, part two of Steve's response coming up. Uh, Today's subject, should I just hush and stay on the main line? (laughs) We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Should I just hush and stay on the main line? No, you shouldn't. Because you're married to this fool. (laughs) <laughs> nah, he bigger Christian than everybody. I know people like that. Oh, yeah. He got you into the church and everything, but now nah, he did talking to you. He more familiar with religion than you are. He likes to tell me that he got a much better relationship uh, with Jesus than I do. How does he know that? Mm. Hey, he just took credit for it. Mm. Once again, the words of Slick Harvey, if somebody always got to tell you who they are and what they do, it probably ain't true. And I have found that in my life all the time. He's angry. He says terrible things to you. Like God is not pleased with how I conduct myself as a wife. And I don't carry myself as a woman of God. Then when I ask him what I'm doing wrong, he shut me down tell me to talk to Jesus. I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) One more time. I love that. (laughs) He shuts me down and tells me to go talk to Jesus. I'm asking you. Yes, Lord. Because Jesus ain't told me to shut up and sit down nowhere. What am I doing wrong? Because Jesus ain't said I was doing nothing wrong. I've asked him to stop saying mean things to me whenever he's upset. And his response is, you can take it up with Jesus. I took it up with Jesus. He told me to tell you, you're going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Holy Moses. Mm, mm, mm. Holy Moses. (laughs) You got to start telling him stuff that he know ain't true. You ain't all that. You ain't the wife you supposed to be. You ain't ain't Moses. (laughs) Right. You can take it up with Jesus. What, Lazarus? (laughs) <laughs> just start saying stuff to him. You know, just throw a little bit of the Bible at him that you do know. Uh-huh. I'm starting to resent him, and he's making me not want to even go to church no more. You know why you don't want to go to church no more? Because that ain't what church supposed to be. Right. See, that's why you don't like a church. Supposed to be. Church is for sick people. Sick people. That's why he down there, because he's sick. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Sitting up in here. We got the same couple that all married. We got the same problems all married couples have. But I can't work through any of our problems because when I try to talk to him about anything, he tell me to talk to Jesus instead of him. Hmm. I didn't marry Jesus. I married you. <laughs> yes, Lord. It's the same vibe. Leave all others and cleave only onto him. But every time I come to you, you telling me to talk to Jesus. I want to talk to my husband. I know that's right. Your black ass. (laughs) 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 Sitting up in here reading the Bible every day. You ain't in the bed. And you ain't doing nothing in the bedroom since we're bringing it up. Uh Uh-oh. How about that? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. How about that, Mr. Fat Stomach Man? Sitting up in here, take it up with Jesus. 11 years of marriage. 
My breaking point came last Friday when I tried to talk to him about a conflict I had at work. He told me if I prayed more and talked less, everything in my life would be fine. If I had another husband, my life would be fine. I'm trying to talk to your fat ass. I've researched how people can be too holy. You fat, holy roller. You doing that? My husband is one of these people. I can't continue living like this. Uh-uh. <laughs> Up in here listening to all this mess, and he ain't doing nothing to make me want to stay. Ain't mm. frying the chicken and bacon in the bedroom. He ain't doing nothing. We sitting up in here reading scriptures till we fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep. I want to get put to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to start snapping back at him. Should I try to talk to him and get counseling, or should I just keep my mouth shut and stay on the main line? You know what? This dude reminds me because I know people like this. Holier than thou. Yeah. You yeah. you ever you know some people that's so saved mm-hmm. that they ain't saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, you know somebody. Man, every time you talk to, them, you know these people. You call their house. They still got answering machines. They got all of the Book of Corinthians on their answering machine. <laughs> Don't nobody even read Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> nobody ever say you ever read First Corinthians because don't nobody read First Corinthians, Second Corinthians. No, nobody do that. They always got that on there. I can't stand them people. How you doing? Blessed and highly favored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw your car down on the thirtieth. It was up on block. <laughs> exactly. Just the blessings ran out on your car. That's not highly favored. It wasn't favored on your car. You just be mm-hmm. lying all the time. Love her like Christ loved the church. Come on now. Hey, listen, we got to get out of here, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, please. And coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Chiefs fans want the president to know his geography, please. What are you doing now? <laughs> oh, you didn't hear about I this story. I missed this. Okay. <laughs> it's between Kansas and uh, Missouri, okay? Kansas City and Missouri. This is crazy. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Never has the world of golf been more fascinating or more in flux. Thanks to a suddenly newfound appreciation for a sport that millions love and even more millions have missed watching, my new podcast, The Shack Show, hosted by me, Jeff Shackelford, will be that safe space to discuss matters both vitally important and totally escapist. So as the pro golf tours ease back into business and recreational golfers rekindle their passion for getting outdoors and getting easily aggravated, and maybe minus a few bunker rakes, some cart sharing, or those awkward chest bumps, the Shack Show will be in your queue, ready to offer the sport's last independent voices sticking up for what really matters. Each week, I'll interview a wide array of golf's smartest, funniest, and most compelling minds as we attempt to gauge the state of the game. And sometimes I'll just chime in with a quick take on those inevitable first-world golf dramas. So listen and follow The Shack Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough, said former Cubs first baseman Mark Grace. This is Trickeration, a new weekly podcast that deep dives into some of the craziest attempts at deception in sports. 
I'm your host, Matt Waxman, and each week I'll interview key players in some of the most brazen and bizarre attempts to unlevel the playing field all in the name of winning. I put the white powder in my hair and I wore a hat. I had a like Led Zeppelin t-shirt or something like that and dark glasses. And I gave the signals to my coaches from uh, the left field bleachers. That's former Mets manager Bobby Valentine telling me about the other time he wore a disguise so he could manage after being ejected. Frauds, cheats, scam artists, 30-year-olds who forged birth certificates to play high school basketball. We'll talk to them all as we attempt to uncover the crazy and dirty tricks of the trade. Listen and follow Trickeration on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.